Welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community. We have a little bit of expanding consciousness tarot reading for our relationships and trauma healing when taken seriously. So the 5D collective are those who are able to choose emotional regulation building skills. They will know about their disowned self and trauma memory and about the ability to meet pachas in their life and that's securely attached people who are functional adults and have a whole self and healthy self-worth and they also know of good childhood trauma therapists and survivors and all that good stuff. So 5D collective with functional adults, pachas are those who know about how to use their time and the absence of using words to insult people who need good therapists. So emotional manipulators and anyone who does not know how to be a pacha, they know how to be a Cusco, needs a good therapist. So unlike teenagers, uh, the people who are teenagers are 4D, 3D, and that's how I call them. They're individuals that choose the human suffering love narrative, so they don't take ownership of their disowned self. They don't close their karma wheel and move into dharma. They refuse the call, but they have a story for themselves, and it's one that we will have heard from teenagers. I know I did, and then I grew up to realize that there will be adults who stay teenagers, so they won't ever be able to be their own whole. No, they could, but they would have to, again, transmute that pain from the zero one-year-old and get a handle of their left and right mode of the brain and to understand structural dissociation and to get out of the story, the top-down story when they are in emotional moments, okay? And there's no devil, demons, or evils for 5D mystics. Uh, we're beyond spirituality concepts, and they're actually stories like a story fairy tale. So we do believe in the infinite consciousness intelligence. I, again, channel guidance. I read tarot. I'm an Akashic record reader, and I'm a Reiki practitioner. I'm planning on finishing up those meditation and also life coach certificates with that lovely organization to add that to the toolkit eventually get to hypnotherapy certificate as well in time who knows how many years of that but it's all good we have that time in the meantime primary uh, focus is the content remember that if you need specific guidance there's paid subscription you send what you want to be guided on you become a paid subscriber i create the episodes they will maintain their online availability to all IHP community members moving forward. If you want to do personal development, seriously, that has been on inspiringhumanpotential.com website for a while. And we have the inner growth mindset. The main modules are for free. That way you can get familiar with that and the teaching style. We have a master class that I want to organize for us. And I also am planning to get a book written, but I need to organize my time. So on that note, like I share, I try to make the best of every day, which is why paid subscription-based model for guidance that you feel, yes, I know that this person can give me guidance. That's why we have free content. And you get to hear how I do shit. So again, I know about attachment and trauma-informed stuff, but I am considered woo-woo pseudoscience lady by people who don't believe in, one, self-help, and they also think that bringing human, spiritual, and spirituality elements together is pseudoscience. That's a word that can be fairly used since I'm not a sciences lady. I also know there are sciences people who are not sciences. And I get to find that out from Sabine, who 
when she shares things. It's really awesome. She's a great science data lady. So on that note, uh, let's keep talking instead about our conversation. When you are seriously understanding what it means to be human, like a pot chump, no person is heartless. You don't have a story when you're working through emotional pain. You don't think of your loved ones as objects. And you don't think because you don't feel that someone in your life has to work to be loved. In your body and in your brain, in your mind, the minute a person in you begin any type of relationship, I don't care how old you will have been, I'm explaining a pacha type inner world, okay? So you either are able to know when implicit bias, emotions that are, I don't like it, come up and say, oh, that's my one-year-old, three-year-old, that's my stuff, my group thinking, my cultural bias, my religious bias, my whatever, gender bias, it's my shit. It's not a truth, it's my shit. Maria has shit, I got shit, I just don't bring it into room. But you will notice my shit is all about human love, accepting yourself for who you are, being able to walk with kindness, compassion. It's all about being pachas. It's all about being functional adults in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, 5D mystics or not. Okay, so pachas of the land are said gurus. And that's for now what I'm going to share. And then we got our 5D educators. I love all of those lovely educators that are out there. But uh, Daniel Siegel is one of them. Basil Vanderkoek, Peter Levine, Stephen Corsina Fisher, Pat Ogden. And uh, I know I'm forgetting some, but those are lists of names. Don't forget Patrick Tiahan is great for childhood trauma awareness and uh, getting on a journey of healing. So... The people who are yelling, they're not a part of the 5D collective. They are still yelling because they're the teenager that doesn't have their healthy self-worth. So they yell because their inner child was not seen. And now that they're grown-ups, they can stand up for themselves and yell. And that's why, as Patrick Tiahan points out, that's projection. You don't need to be yelling at people. You want to recognize your audience if you're with other Cusco's, then you want to just disengage from your ears, hearing them as if, no, this is the part. If you're an adult of you, you will know how to say, I'm an adult of me. They can say whatever the fuck they want. If I'm struggling with it, okay, I know I'm still learning to reparent myself. So I need to disengage from these groups because I know that I can't yet emotionally from my nervous system handle it. So I know that I'm emotionally triggered. It's not about blame or not. No, it's about you being able to have a type of conversation with a person which is going to allow you to treat them like a whole person versus be projecting your emotional trigger at another person, your inner child, your charges. Okay, so you get to actually not only in a moment where you're interacting with a person say, hey, I'm still reparenting myself because I have had childhood trauma. And so right now, this is actually having my inner child be triggered. Now, I know you might not have compassion for it because, you know, you think it's exaggerated. And I get it because I have heard it from my good therapy people and the community that, that lets me know some people, they don't like to hear about those of us who have emotional triggers. So I get it. You, you're not appreciative of the journey I'm on, yeah, but I respect you. And I am not going to lecture you. Here's what a, 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 I'm reparenting and becoming my adult. So I'm not going to lecture you about going to therapy. No, I'm not 
a Cusco anymore. I'm a Pacha and I'm becoming every day more a Pacha. I will not lecture you. I will not be the martyr or superior. I will not be a codependent type person. I have learned how I'm going to move into actual self-esteem, which is not low. I don't need to be passive-aggressive. I don't need to project. I understand that you find that my talking bores you to death because you are done with me and my trauma healing, and I get it. I'm sharing with you, since I still am handling my nervous system, I'm not going to be around here anymore. Now, this can come out very much in this charge, but not in a I will shame, blame, fault, revenge, or lecture you. Hopefully that's been made clear. So people who are actually healing, they don't have an easy time. This is called, I have to close the door to our relationship because it reminds me, no, it, as my nervous system get dysregulated, which I know now because of good therapy, I'm in my window of tolerance. And so I'm going to know how to use my words with you. I might not know it immediately, but I will as I got a good therapist. They will walk me through it. They will play, role play with me as I tell them what happened yesterday in a crying or pissed way. And they'll say, okay, here, we're going to do some role play. Let's pretend that I'm the person that did this. Let's work with that implicit stuff that comes up and let's work with your mouth. That's what a therapist, they walk them through. Let's keep your prefrontal cortex online because that's how we're going to resolve and heal your trauma. It's by having a sliver of the trauma memory come up, not all of it, a sliver, a little piece of it. I'm going to keep you online and I'm going to ensure you, the human being in front of me, don't get out of body dissociation. That's what a good therapist will do with you. And that's why it's not a short journey. It's not a long journey. We don't know what the journey is. That's the point. You're transmuting pain with a human being who's helping you own your whole self by reparenting. So the minute you have a good therapist, you're not going to project, I'm losing people because, no, I'm not losing them. They're all emotional assholes. Let me go make a post about it and say, my third eye is active. Oh, look at my superhero power. Oh, look, I've been diagnosed with this. I have superhero powers because now I know what I am. Anyone who's doing that doesn't know their worth yet. They're literally prancing around. And, you know, again, they're not children. They're teenagers. And I've seen teenagers. I was one too. I'm sure I pranced around. Yes, I did. I pranced around. Oh, the style that I wore. That was hilarious. Yes, once I started to be like, you know what? I, I don't actually <laughs> like the style, but it was cool. I did the peer pressure thing. Okay, I'm not going to dress like that anymore. Okay, so we all can recognize we're learning how to get into feeling. I want to do my thoughts, my feelings, my, I want to behave. I want to dress the way I want to dress. I'm not going to dress based on what style of the year it is, for example. That's why some of us don't give a shit about what the fashion people are doing and the fashion police can suck it. <laughs> Meaning that when we get people who are all into that, they're one, the, the social soul age group, by the way, and relationship, we can recognize them. They're all the mean girl teenagers. They will look at you from head to toe and they will even make comments. And you know how a healthy self-worth person has uh, in the minute that you're with people like that who actually want to address what you're choosing to wear. Now, it's one thing if I go to my mother and my sister, my younger sister, and that will only be because I have a professional thing that I need to do. And so, yes, do I just, yes, if I need to do something professional, I'm going to make sure that the aesthetically fond people tell me this is what you look good in because I know they will know how to look at me like that. I don't know how to look at me 
like that because I don't give a shit about what the, I don't I don't have those eyes. <laughs> so I will trust the experts of fashion. At that point, I need the snobs. Come on over. <laughs> but the good snobs are the ones that I trust, okay? And that's because in a professional setting, and I'm talking about not my lovely videos, people. No, no. <laughs> or our lovely master class or our lovely membership. No, uh, that is where we're at home with each other. If that's not going to be clear, oh, yes, that, that's, uh, we, we don't dress up uh, for people. Uh, the content is what is going to make the impact, not the visibility of the spokesperson. <laughs> that's for shallow people. And we know shallow people uh, who actually, again, are shallow for other reasons, uh, Ursulas and uh, Yzmas and uh, squirrels. And Cusco's who don't know Pacha. And okay, so it's not that I uh, don't understand why they exist. I do. I see the human suffering love narrative people that are shallow. And it's sad to say every inch of the way that I get to notice how they don't grow self-esteem. They don't get out of imposter syndrome. Uh, they don't get out of being envious or jealous or spiteful. Uh, they don't get out of their suffering and when they're romanticizing and thinking about how love is unattainable and it's unrequainted. And so they're basically a forever opera that's playing out, you know, those operas where the uh, singing is all, uh, oh my gosh, they're dying there, okay? So a Romeo and Juliet type thing. Oh, and that's where we got those people who don't heal any of anything. Uh, call that romance, uh, okay? So let me get back to our more productive, as I was saying, if I need the fashion police, it will be because I need to do something that's important. And so, of course, I'm going to dress for the occasion. Uh, if I am having a conversation that is productive, I don't need to look fancy. I'm not trying to impress you with my looks. My mouth is what you would be hearing and not my uh, face or my, uh, yeah. So on that, again, the refocus and recalibrate. When we have people who want to heal trauma, they will get into relationships that are with pachas. They will understand how to talk about, I need to uh, disengage from this because it triggers my nervous system and I'm still learning how to actually expand my window of tolerance. So I still get rigid and chaotic or whatever it is that takes place. So I know that I need to cut, uh, cut you out for now. Unless, you know, if you do want to participate in my life. I do have some options and opportunities for us, uh, one of which trauma therapy with me for those who are family and friends that you really, you know, are saying I, I'm doing this. Uh, others, it might not be that. You might not feel like that. You could say, okay, well, I, I can give you that option of, you know, therapy with me, but I, I, I know that might sound like no. So I'm going to share with you what is the aspect that I've noticed has an effect. And let me present. Uh, that, though you're presenting in a way of saying, I, I'm not expecting you to know how to work this out. Because see, this is the part where you're learning to turn down to emotional lifting isn't actually hard. You're knowing, I understand another person might not be able to come into this relationship and actually meet me where I need them to meet me. It's called emotional availability of yourself and maturity and the desire to be your own mental, emotional, and physical support. You're good with saying, I can handle me, okay? 
When you're good with saying, I can handle me, it means I'm going to converse with you and I'm going to know how to explain to you what my triggers are because I will have been explained them myself by my therapist. Okay, and I won't expect you to have to do anything. So that's where we have those two groups. In all cases, if they have a good therapist, they know how to talk about stuff and not insult each other. Uh, another note, uh, when people get into romantic relationships from a pacha land, they are not going to be counting the things that they and others do for each other because again we don't work for love pachas are uh, unconditionally loving that's because they have the visibility of their own self and mental and emotional capacity is what they are aware i have i have the power to have a meta aware conversation with my own brain inside of my own mind okay and that's why they don't struggle when they're presented by somebody like a Pacha uh, or a Cusco or anyone, uh, a situation. Um, the part that I wanted to share were when human suffering love narrative instead come around and so they have a disowned self, they are actually wishing and hoping to find a secure attachment figure from a monoamorous perspective, okay? So you only have one person in your life that will love you infinitely and forever. And that is a person who, whether they have awareness of their attachment system or not, they're driven and motivated and will feel supported. It's our mammalian heritage if they get to find a pacha and pacha don't leave, okay? So they would be a Cusco who finds a pacha or at least another the, the problem with finding another Cusco is you're going to need to know how to become pachas okay so I'm not going to have to do the Cusco pacha plane you're going to have to meet a person who has a whole self they have healthy self-worth they know enough about their own own emotional vulnerability and they're able to say I will talk about it okay so they have to have meta-awareness and the capacity to know how to address your emotional heartbreak and disown self when you come at them with projection and to soothe you while being able to grow the relationship and this is where I again share for 5d collective not 4d I don't talk to you in a way that would say you're going to create a relationship where you don't express all of your emotion no all sides of a monoamorous or polyamorous will talk about the vulnerability otherwise it's not a actual loving relationship identifying that no one needs to work for love is going to be decided and spoken about if you have a patch in the room that's why i said the ideal romantic whether monoamory or polaramory is you have a human being one of the two has their self in the forefront with thoughts and emotions and knows how to say this is who i am no matter how it comes out. And I see this is how you are. Okay, now here's where I will recognize your emotional triggers and I will say, I'm not here to regulate your nervous system. You don't need to be gaslighting, manipulating, passive aggressive. You don't need, however this comes out of my mouth, don't matter. I will specifically spell out your adaptive child. I witnessed it, I see it, it's right here. I'm not projecting it back to you because I know what's happening is you are upset and or I don't like what's happening and I'm going to explain to you why. I'm not going to do the adaptive child, which is I know I'm right or wrong. No, 
I'm going to explain the data, my feelings, the story. There's not really necessarily going to be a story, but if I do have a story, I'll share that. And then, okay, let's talk about this behavior between us. And if it doesn't consistently allow each other to feel fully emotionally expressive, then we are not going to keep on being able to work together as a flow state because we are here to be our full, authentic, transparent self. If I can't be 5D mystic, I'm not going to be partner material. I ain't going to be the woo-woo pseudoscience and when people mean it is what I'm saying. I'm going to be the 5D mystic and you're going to know what an Akashic record reading means to me and when I'm downloading or channeling what it means to me. And you're not going to have any type of assumption. No, you're going to know I don't experience this. And I have no reason to dismiss it as untrue and as something of a magical fairy tale land. I have an opinion which is valid for my reasons, but I'm intellectually and emotionally and physically mature enough to be a person of intellect and know that not any science person has disproven, by the way, mysticism. They have not proven it either. So it's not about letting us prance around in our Viking skirts, okay? Not that, not that I'm saying a person that meets a person who says, I'm an individual who channels is going to understand. I will not create a ridicule of this because that person, though, will be mature. Now, if they're not, that's where things are different. However, that's where the mature person, the person who says, this is who I am, and you're doing something that tells me I can't share with you who I am. And I will let you know, I don't feel that I can share with you who I am. This doesn't, this makes me sad. And I'm upset. And the minute that you react to it's your shit, not mine, is the minute that we know we have a splinter. And what we also have is an amygdala of another person who's found no interest in emotionally and mentally doing something different, which is to say, no, no, I welcome you for who you are. And I want to be a part of that. Actually, I have a different opinion. That's all. This does happen when people get to become long time in each other's lives, appreciating, they make sure I appreciate you and your intellect and your experiences. And when I tease you, I'm teasing out of fun, not out of making you dumb. You're not dumb. You're not, you're not, anything you share is not being taken as a piece of shit. Because whenever anybody basically is in this uh, place of, thinking that their truth is a truth and they come across a mystic, we will know. That's why I'm saying and sharing. This is for my mystics. And anytime this has happened, I know where those people stand. And it's where they don't have full access anymore. Why? Because they just basically, it's not insult because, you know, we're not looking for a thumbs up. They told me a part of the self that I am is something they don't believe in and that they will make fun of. And basically, it's not a truth. So essentially, they're not going to expand consciousness in this arena with me. And I don't need to share something that, by the way, is special and private 
and personal and beautiful and part of me because that's a part of my heart. And they just basically, like a little piece of paper, tore it up, decided that that's okay to do and say, yep, I did it. And they're not grown up enough to know what that actually means. And it's in their prefrontal cortex. So it's, again, a pacha, don't lecture, no Cusco, because we understand no one's heartless. No, it's not personal. That's where the spirituality process, it ain't personal. It's a subjective opinion. That person's reality does not involve mystics. Therefore, they get the woo-woo pseudoscience, Maria. But you better bet that's not a partner for life because life means you share all of what I am inside, not outside. Outside's gonna change. No, but outside too. If we want to build a secure attachment relationship, that's where the difference is. If we build secure connection relationship, we're consistently sharing highs and goodbyes and, you know, a little here and there, and that's it. Secure attachment relationships, those are where we decide, okay, we want to share the time that we have. So we build a couple-centric life. For my polyamory, so we don't build a couple-centric life and we share that time with other lovers. So time is not infinite and we will be able to have those conversations and in time, of course, a solo poly does move into potentially saying, oh, let's move in together. But hey, guess what? I have other lovers. How do we want to handle this? And that is exactly why handling is a word that you use. And then you figure out what is going to take place based on the person's ability, of course, to talk about this is how I am. Okay, this is how you are. And it's not a this can't work because I'm monoamorous. No. There are polyamory and monoamory people that are couples. And that's because the monoamory person will be a securely attached human being who has compersion. As you learn what healthy self-worth means from your one-year-old, you are your own safe haven. You have the ability to regulate your nervous system when in distress. And you are your own secure base. You have the ability to use 24 hours in all of the activities that you enjoy. And it's not hard to do. And you... Don't lose people along the journey, uh, my lovely 5D mystics. We don't lose anyone from our oversoul. So when you do understand this, uh, let me talk and channel a little bit for my, my mystics, those of you who have clairs. In the last weeks, you will have had different types of um, dreams, dreams that will have come to you, that will have given you information uh, the information, it's, it's different from, for every one of you. It is those relationships that you understand are completely recalibrated. And so some people who are staying within other soul age groups, human suffering love narrative, they're part of your oversoul. They're going to be consistent. You've learned things from each other, but they're completely not a type of romantic love partnership material. And that is because of moving in a different way of being able to subjectively experience the reality of life. It's not because you've loved each other or love each other any less. No, it is not about love. Love stays the same. That's for the Pachas here tuning in. That's what 5D is. You know all of your relationships have given you something and you to them. So you recalibrate. They're all friends. They're all family friends. You don't lose people again, 5D plane. You don't have to be here. I'm talking about the 5D plane right now. 
And again, polyamory speaking right now. For my monoamory, you have the whole one thing. We're going to get to that again in a minute. And uh, I'm talking in a different spectrum. So moving beyond the one, it's not traumatic. It's gradual. It's something you will know is happening. And you'll be like, wow, this is amazing. I can love more than I've ever loved before because you accept how beautiful it is to be expanding consciousness. And, and it's not even accept. It just happens. You just begin to be able to be in your suit system all the time. So when somebody makes you, no, that's the point. Nobody makes you feel like you're not uh, good enough. If people say anything about who you are, you have learned and did know how to say, uh, fuck that shit again and again and again, which is why it's not stages. It's you saying, uh, I don't have the ability to not be myself. So I guess we're not going to be friends. That's how it begins. As a teenager, I would just not even bother with conversing. They're not. That's not a friend. That's not a friend. That's not a friend. Anyone who didn't let me be myself, not a friend. You obviously don't know how to be a friend because friends allow each other to be themselves. And a partner needs to be able to talk to me about their innermost stuff. Otherwise, what kind of a partner you are? Which is why the teenage boyfriend and I kept our relationship because we did talk all the time. We were best friends bec before becoming a couple so we both knew each other very well and that's why it lasted the time it did and here's where when it ended I wasn't insulting him or her I was like I tip my hat to her and to him I figured that he was choosing what he finally and probably always wanted a jealous girlfriend that would lead him to be able and have a life of meaning through the one person that he could learn to trust forever and ever and ever and that would lead him to feel that he you know, was protected in a world that he doesn't trust. And so that's where he doesn't trust in people. And that's because he was betrayed. And that was, you know, the most interesting part is the way he was betrayed, is the way that he betrayed our relationship. And he didn't actually learn from it. But again, he found what he was looking for. So some people, they want a person to support them. That's their disowned self. Uh, it's not good or bad. It's a one-year-old want to be seen, to be soothed, to be safe, and then secure to be myself. And you know what happens when you meet somebody who thinks the same way you do and feels the same way you do about the world? What is that called? It's your subjective reality, right? And so you find the same as you. And that one-year-old is as happy as can be. And even though the external world will think of people having given up their dreams, which is accurate, uh, they didn't give up a dream. What their one-year-old felt more called to, and their three-year-old, was to have one human being as their partner for life, and that's what they focused on, and so they gave up everything else because it wasn't giving it up. It was, I choose you over all of this, my wanting to become an artist perhaps, or my wanting to become a cook, or my wanting to become a manager, or my whatever. I, I leave it all behind for you because my life would have no meaning without you. Okay, so that's where, it's not 5D land by the way that, but uh, I shouldn't say it in, that, in this term. It's 5D land for them. Uh, what I mean by it's not 5D land is that there's not uh, the integration of the brain there's not moving into their mammalian heritage of kindness and compassion towards the whole species. So uh, 
I'll specify. It's a 5D land for the societal and relationship soul age group because uh, they will be vibing in a state of love with each other. And so that is 5D, but they will not have achieved oneness consciousness within their own mind. And so they will not have their actual infinite higher human consciousness experience. Uh, but again, that's a choice the self makes time and time again. And for the example I'm using, when you see the two together, they are a perfect family. They actually are best buds. And that's what we see when people go from teenage land to grown-up land with their one and only love. Okay? And even though they were already in their uh, 18, 19, it's still teenage land. If you are a person who can understand your full-on brain, uh, finishes to develop, at least for now, the data shows your uh, frontal lobes, those executive decision makers, they finish to develop for women. It's uh, biological women. Uh, it will be 25, and for men, it will be 27. The okay? So on that note, that is where, for me, an adult can only be an adult once they, at the very least, have executive decision-making powers. And so teenager... And teenagers, they still are when it comes to how they talk about humanity. Uh, but that's where they share that common subjective idea. Humans cannot be trusted. Humans are pieces of shit. Nobody can be trusted. Friends will disappoint you. People will disappoint you. You, you know, that's what teenagers that I saw did to each other. And, you know, that's the human suffering love narrative. So, uh, again, not 5D plane, 4D, 3D. But uh, in the essence of being respectful towards every person's chosen journey of self, of course, their spiritual process, uh, they will have a journey together as a whole self, all the both of them together. Okay, so people who want the one, they will eventually find the one. And to people who are okay with giving up, they're not giving up, but are okay with choosing a person that will want them to be molded to what they want, that's called, I'm okay with that. As long as I feel emotionally fulfilled, which by the way, in the case of the teenage people, they did and they do because they have the same type of ownership and jealousy over each other, if you will. And, and that's all, again, part of their journey as they grew up and they live happily ever after. And so that's what's important. And the 4D collective and 3D, with each other, the, the Cusco's with each other, they find a way to make it work. As Patrick Diahan has pointed out, people who live codependent relationships, they manage to, like Cusco lies all the time to Pacha and his face, believe me, they lie to each other. And it's not lies though. So again, let's uh, remember that people live their subconscious, in their subconscious thing, that they don't become aware of it. And they don't become aware of their adaptive child because they end up finding people that are adaptive children. It's a sweet spot. Everybody finds a sweet spot. So on that note, uh, not something that we're going to go and say, hey, get out of the human suffering love narrative, please. <laughs> hey, how dare you be a couple that talks about power couples? No, no, you can't do that. <laughs> no, we're, we're not going to do any of that. Okay, so when a person does realize that uh, they can be their own safe haven, they realize they can regulate their zero-one-year-old, their nervous system. So you have full access to your right 
mode of the brain and your left mode. So you have a window, even if it's of tolerance, you don't dissociate, you don't do structural dissociation, you don't ruminate, or better said, you can be meta aware. Your attentions become aware of, wait a minute, I have a lot of strong emotions right now. Okay, and so let me share this. This is important to note. Uh, IHP content and channeled guidance and all tarot readings will only support those who will have meta-awareness when it comes to using functional adult love language and the 5D spectrum. But of course, I can know that any person could be tuning in ever. So I try to ensure to integrate what reactivity is will look different for every person. Uh, but one of the examples that Patrick Tihan gives is person waking up in the morning, getting ready for work and saying, if Bill looks at me one more time, I'm going to go beat him up. Okay, so that's unresolved trauma. There's people like, oh, that's too serious. We don't, that, that means you have no emotions. No, no, that is not the case. But if you don't want to believe or you don't want to learn about or you don't want to, again, that's, you don't have to learn shit. You don't have to learn about attachment theory. Uh, you don't have to learn about your attachment system, excuse me. You don't have to look into the good educators that are talking to you about that. And in fact, you can go around and be, how dare they, uh, you know, make it all into trauma. And that's something that you'll see those people go around uh, talking about. But okay, back to 5D Collective and to those of us who instead want to have divine feminine and divine masculine within our own body and mind uh, in wholeness okay so again no races please this is personal and if you do have any unresolved trauma it's a very as people have pointed out sacred journey which is why good therapy is good for you to note again if you need any support finding a network let me know and we have a telegram group it's going to be for my lovely ihp community and the master class is where we're going to build that community but for anybody who's tuning in ever i shared at least every now and then but I also share, you are only, and I will say this with all the respect in the world, but you are only welcome if you are a person who loves all 8 billion people and plus, and you know there's no devil. Uh, if you're not going to become part of any of that paid content, or that's great, I don't, I don't care, but do not join my group if you don't love all humanity. I, I, I'm not welcoming people who don't understand the conversations we talk about. Because I know that no human being is heartless and I'm not going to have negative people on my, anywhere near my people that are trying to create pachas in the world. It's very disrespectful. So again, I have respect for people who don't want to go through the healing journey of trauma, but I don't want people who want to talk shit about our species because you're limiting our consciousness by the day and the minute. And you're not doing emotional lifting, which is very straightforward when you get good information. So... There is no devil. I'm so sorry for the ones who want to talk about excuses versus answers. So when a human suffering love person gets to be uh, bummed out once more, monoamory, back to our monoamory community, and their uh, disowned self feels abandoned uh, and like they were promised a castle and, you know, they, they, they were promised a lie. If they uh, want to stick to their story, they're going to find the people who allow their story to be their one story. And so that's an asshole. And I'm, uh, again, disappointed and going through torture. People who are not going to do that uh, right now, in fact, the ones who do have any type of dismantling of a relationship, 
whether it's of a one person or of a group, uh, they're appreciative right now. Either they're taking action as, okay, you're out, you're out, you're out, and you're out. They're not telling them. They're just uh, basically moving forward and knowing, okay, they're not, they're not in my circle. They don't unconditionally love me. Uh, I don't work for love, and they, they're not fun to be around. I want to be with people who are fun to be around, and that's all the grown-ups, all the pachas, and Cusco's that have pachas, okay? So we like to talk about emotions and triggers and anything and everything and have fun and know that life, no, it's not easy, but it's not dramatically uh, dramatic, uh, meaning we use our sooth system to talk about the world. We know how to be in a state, again, integration of brain. We want to move here. It's called prefrontal cortex. I can be in a state of compassion, know that every one of us is stepping into supporting what we can with each other. And it's as straightforward as it gets. Human love narrative, not the suffering one. That's why I make it sure that you understand this distinction. I will repeat myself to the death of me. And regular listeners, you know this. You're not the only listeners. So whenever somebody new comes up, I'm going to have to make sure they know who, who we are, what we're about. Otherwise, you know, what kind of a community are we building in time as our community builds, of course, you know, but still human love narrative will, will be something we will use because there's a distinction. And I do foresee that we will be mingling and tingling with human suffering love narrative. So it's important to learn how to be functional adults and to leave it alone, the right silence and the opportunity to just be in your compassionate nervous system in the uh, soothe system state. So Again, pachas, not speak about it because there's no need. It's a right silence because we understand what's happening. And so this has nothing to do with romantic partners. Back to the romantic partner. Monoamory would be where a person who finally says, you know what, okay, I'm getting older. I have found out that I can't seem to find a secure, attached person who has healthy self-worth and who knows how to calibrate their own nervous system and do a lot of shit. I'm going to go and use some types of apps. That's very productive. I'm going to make sure to spell out exactly what I'm looking for. And maybe I'll even decide to say, I, I will choose that our first fight, we're going to go to therapy. I don't know. I'm just saying people have options. Oh, but that sounds too mechanical. Well, okay, then <laughs> which one do you want? There's our people with problems to solutions. Uh, you, you can't have it both ways. Either run with whatever happens and don't make a big deal out of it every time it happens that you find another person who doesn't have it together and you understand they have trauma, but you don't want to understand that that means they cannot give you a cup full of love because they don't have it for themselves. How do you think that they don't know how to regulate to their soothe system? How do you think they're going to give it to you? Healthy self-worth is why you are always okay with sharing who you are. And that's crying with anger, with whatever emotion comes up. Okay, so apps are ideal for any of those monoamory people. I, I'm being serious when I say this is what I have offered as a solution to people who keep complaining to me about people promising the sky and the moon. And I'm thinking, one, you're an adult. Obviously, you didn't know how to just have fun and know how to deal with what's upsetting you. And no, I know what it's like to have the heart and the elephant. It's still, you're not going to die from it. That's all I can say about those of us who have an emotional window of welcome because emotions are part of life. And actually sadness is an indication of I like connection with that person. And so I'm sad. Oh, and sadness, tears actually release and process trauma charges, by the way. So anything that's upsetting through tears, sweat, and urine. Uh, and having nice conversations. Okay, so 
Here's where the romantic people, monoamory, polyamory, who are in a 5D spectrum, know about treating trauma seriously. And that means conversations in all of those relationships because that's how we heal trauma. Trauma is relational and uh, intimacy is the core. A person who doesn't have the ability to spell out to you how they're feeling, but they're reactive, will be able to learn how to spell out how they're feeling as you engage with them in conversation versus accusations. Furthermore, you know, versus the whole devil got it, uh, they're not doing the right thing. So people who want to be the bosses of other people is what I see when I see those people who tell each other how to live life uh, versus, you know, just, uh, arrive at sweet spots of, of living life. But let's again finish addressing, I'm looking at the cards right now, um, whole self, healthy self-worth, and you're able to speak. You're able to say you're sorry. If you do have a trigger, a reaction, and you blurt out something that's not nice, uh, you're able to hear someone if they say, I can't be myself like this. And you're able to say, you know what? I want you to be yourself. So let's talk about this because I actually care. This is all, by the way, unconscious. Here's your amygdala. So that's why it would be you being aware of the ability to say, I have a subjective experience of thought and feeling in this world and my subjective reality physically as well. So does another human being. Me speaking words of you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It's uh, dismissive. And it means that I don't want to get to know them which should automatically give me the cue. I shouldn't be doing any type of romantic shit with you at all because I have no actual compatibility of interest with you. It's not going to take years. No, no, it takes a very short amount of time. That's why one month, two months, three months. That's the beginning of things are moving in different directions. So conversations happen and either the people who are pachas, that's why we don't do anything except for recalibrate because we know how to handle if there are cuscos in the room. And when we have pachas, we actually have something very beautiful happen. Uh, we're able to say we're going to stay in each other's lives forever and ever because this, is, this was great and we then, you know, grew apart. Like my teenage boyfriend, we don't have the conversation. It happens. And then my other one who we're family friends to the death of us. In fact, we are totally in each other's lives, all the wife, me, him. The kids know me, all that great stuff. The teenage, it's more when we get the occasion because we have family, friends, and so we get to get together on those important occasions. And as for those lovely other members of my oversoul, that's where it's all different. Every single one of those relationships are different, recalibrated, and nobody is getting ever insulted because that's not actually nice and uh, that's not love. Nobody needs to get insulted uh, when you have the ability to talk. And that's because nobody represents a physical threat and everyone has a right to live their thought and emotional subjective reality. So if they're human suffering, love narrative, they, they get to share life to you the way they want to. And again, partners that walk together, they talk together, they laugh together. And that would be a lifetime partnership is you be you, I be me, and we're going to smile and prance around like two dorks. And sometimes we'll be dorks near each other and sometimes we won't be near and we'll have compersion because, again, that, that happens not only with lifetime partners are not only people that you will be romantically and or potentially sexually involved. No, they're people that you decide and they decide you're in my life forever. And that's the beauty, one, for the solo polyamory community or just poly polyamory, but solo is... We don't do hierarchy. We don't do uh, titles. It's relationship anarchy. And it's not to be teenagers. It's because 
how dare you put a label or a price or a uh, pedestal on any type of person that I love. They're each unique and loved equally. They're all different. And so you can't put them on pedestals. They're on a flat floor. They're loved unconditionally. Some, there will be certain types of interests. Others, no. And it depends. Time will tell us where they go. And we don't leave each other's lives. That's why we're secure attachment connections. And that's where secure connection or secure attachment don't matter. For people who have a whole self and they have healthy self-worth, that's what our oversoul is and it always has been. So healing trauma, seriously, is always something we do, the pachas of the world. Those of you who are here, welcome. The Cusco's, again, welcome to you all too. I have a bunch of human suffering love people in my life and they get to hear pacha all the time. And sometimes I get to shut the mouth, but only so much because I am not going to be able to have a structural dissociation happen as I'm engaging in the conversation. And that's because I always will have this thing. And any person who begins to see somebody get dramatic, you know, wait a minute, hold on. Can, can, you, can you explain this better? Because right now I'm, it's, it's not, you're not trying to disrupt their flow. They're not in a flow. They're in what's called a rumination structural dissociation, they're offline. So the part about when therapists do it, they do it for a reason. For me, it's more of, wait a minute, I, I need to understand something. So you actually interrupt, which is a good thing, to say, come back to me on your prefrontal cortex. You're, you're the adult present with me. And it's fascinating how, again, a person who wants to stay at Cusco and only share with Cuscos and squirrels, and they will not, therefore, come and engage with pachas. They're not able to go offline. They're not able to suffer the way they are looking to because of this pattern of behavior. Woe me, woe me. So again, it is a choice to be online. It's a choice for you to come back to the land of the living. And that means to get your prefrontal cortex and say, you know what? I don't need to be dramatic. I may have been promised castles and kings and I'm a grown-up. Uh, I mean, you believe in castles and kings and fairy tales in a certain way when you're a child. That's natural. I love fairy tales. As I got to become older, my lovely teenage boyfriend, he was a fairy tale too, and he taught me everything I needed to see, which in fact was nothing surprising because, again, uh, everyone lives life in the way that they will share you. They will share with you what they believe in, what they think, all of that. So you already know who you are getting to know, getting to know me, and we get to know each other. And so those lifetime, again, partnerships, that's why the Rumi quote, those of us who love from heart and soul, we do not know separation. So we don't cease to love anyone. Our oversoul expands. The people who we don't engage with, it's because we have different vibrations. So they want to be talking to the people who are going to be in a certain, you know, drama, whatever we want to call it. It's really the sued system. No, it's the other system, excuse me. It's the absence of the sued system. I confuse that one. So when people do uh, drama, they're in their uh, defense mode uh, because the rumination has them getting offline. So they're not using the prefrontal cortex, which is instead what you would use with the soothe system, with the ventral vagal system. When you're in your temporal junction, so you're relating to an episode with things from the past and you're charged up and you're in your protective mode, your heart's con contracting, you're not going to be releasing emotions in a productive way. You're going to be in a biochemistry that will be of fear. You will feel that. You will feel it. And uh, if that's what you think is, uh, I don't need, there's no words. I can't share words. I think to you. 
All I can share is that some people think that they see them in suffering love narrative people because that's the way they want to talk. They want to talk as they're offline. They want to allow all of the drama to come out and uh, they're just looking for a sounding board. And when that's the case, the Cuscos are going to go find other Cuscos because a Pacha will not be able to be a sounding board like that. There will come a moment where Pachas will say, okay, you know, this is now getting repetitive, so let's see what your options are. Your options are X, Y, Z, D, E, F, G. And that is the minute that a person will either move into becoming their own Pacha or just go through it like a Cusco, and the next time around, we'll find out. All depends on them. But the ones of us who expand, we look back and we look to all of our connections with the moment of it's beautiful, we learn things. Uh, no elephant in the room kills anyone. We don't need to be dramatic about it. We were teenagers, all of us once. The ones who had childhood trauma and are healed and healing, you know all about how, you know, I didn't get to have secure attachment. Now I do. I'm here. I'm able to be with people who are human love narratives, and I'm okay with being here too because I want to. So you always get to tune into things that you, your ears are like, yep, that resonates, and that's where... IHP is all about human love. Uh, we do share our compassion with the human suffering love narrative for D3D, all people. They're all life, as shared by Sadhguru, a therapist. Uh, some might, some might not. It's not for us to lecture. As Pacha does, we don't lecture. We embrace and we hug and we're there. And that's where our lovely monoamory, romantic, and or polyamory are not based on a zero one year old who needs to securely attach in order for their nervous system to be self-regulated. They have learned I can self-regulate me to a soothe system. When I'm in distress, I can talk about it. I can vent about it, but I know how to be in my ease state. And that's even when I'm not, when I'm uncomfortable. It's not comfortable like those lovely, not so lovely panic attacks. So no, it's not comfortable when we have biochemistry that is you know, in, in these moments, but we don't whine about it and make it into competition or make it into superpower or make, you know, I see people talking about things that I'm like, okay, why are you highlighting? It's like when I was with the marketers, I drink 10 million things of coffee. Okay, well, that's interesting. I think that's not helpful. Oh, guess what? I can do this. Uh, how about we talk about just not highlighting it like it's some special uh, again, superpower, uh, we're really doing something that's humanly possible. The children don't like to hear the one-year-old. No, no, I need to be special. It's not because they don't want to hear it. They don't know their own self-worth. So they're feeling, oh shit, my lifeline. How am I going to keep it? They might cut me out. I am not, I'm not good enough. That's the shame defectiveness. So the minute a person is, all people are special. How dare you? Yes, all people are special. Did you have to work for love? Maybe you did. Okay, uh, I didn't have to work for love. Uh, so I'm not going to come on. Hopefully, and I actually do feel you will have understood. It's a biological, physiological response. I'm not loved. And then you freak out. So you can only imagine a person who has attachment traumatization. They meet that. And they're like, oh shit, I'm never going to. I don't even know. Like, they're completely terrified. They are wanting to attach. Uh, they don't know how to attach because if you're an independent whole self, I ain't attaching to you and you ain't attaching to me. We're prancing. We're skipping. We're tangoing. We're leaving our hands. We're, again, this is where 
If you have healthy self-worth, you will know all of those lovely relationships romantically and not are beautiful. Even the ones that poke at you. That's for my 5D mystics who have been pachas. So if you've been expanding consciousness your entire life, you know this. The ones of you who have come on over here, you have different past experiences. It's great because that way we can exchange our stories together. And at the same time, we build a human love narrative that says, you know, we can all do this. We can all regulate our nervous systems, be integration of the brain, and we can go to therapists if we need anything different. You know, so let's build those productive Pacha and Cusco relationships and Pacha Pachas and the 5D collective of this world. We'll be back again with more. Have a good one.